0: Oh, so tired. Four hours of sleep. Hello, hey Marilyn. How are you? I'm fine. Dan, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It's a good day. It is a good day. It's a good day. We had our uh, the big parade at school. Oh, All fun! Fun. And I just I just sent you mine. She's kind of. It's kind of like Eleanor of Aquitaine uh meets like lord of the rings. <laughs> what is? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she couldn't take her sword to school though. Oh, no. Yeah, so now she's just Oh, it's like uh, a... look at that. Yeah. <clears throat> she's got a crown and a is That like a quite sash. a
1: quite a shield. Does the does the sword fit into the shield in some way? Yes. How cool is that?
0: That's really cool. Mhm. Mhm. So, you know, she can have her weapon for uh, trick-or-treating, just not for uh, school.
1: I love it. Where was this photo taken? Whose foot is that?
0: Oh, that's probably my wife's foot.
1: Okay. It's a good foot. Oh, Oh, yeah. Don't look at that. I wouldn't. I'll crop it out in my mind.
0: Um, So, yeah, it's a big uh, big week. uh, October
1: wrapping up. I know. It's already well into November now. I know. I know.
0: It's crazy. Is Halloween a big deal at your house?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's my it's the only holiday I celebrate with oh, a, nice. a whole heart. That's your high holiday. Yes, that's right. And uh and I I love I love Halloween. So we decorate the whole house and then, you know, we do pumpkins and then the, the kids of course do their trick or treating, but we don't we don't really want them to eat the candy as much as they want to eat the candy. So we've I think we talked about this once, but we've taken to we sort of buy back the candy from them. They can yeah, that's, eat that's some. A, that's a
0: thing now. You yeah. Orthodontist does that.
1: Yeah. He's got we, some
0: we, kind of a racket where you bring in the candy and I think he gives you tokens or some kind oh, of like a government fun. script. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool. No, we just buy it directly from the children back to them.
0: Oh, it's just direct cash for candy.
1: Yeah. So they're allowed to eat a few select pieces of their favorite candies and then we give them, I don't know, five cents a piece of candy or something like that. So they wind up with a uh, you know, some walking around uh, money,
0: nothing wrong with that.
1: And then that, that way they still get to enjoy the collecting of the candy and they still feel like they're getting rewarded for their hard won, uh spoils, but they don't. Begging. Yeah. Begging. They, they, mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, and of course my son will immediately, you know, go to his computer and buy some kind of upgraded sword or something for overwatch or whatever they, kill each other with in overwatch
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, or he'll get a hat or something that's what they do in the game you get a hat you pay money and you get a hat
0: but but when i wear a costume uh uh-huh. and knock on somebody's door asking for things at
1: night <laughs> yeah, suddenly it's a travesty <laughs> right something's wrong something's wrong with you when you do it but when oh, they do it it's fine
0: <laughs> what if i'm just guy with no pants for Halloween?
1: That could do <laughs> right that's right mr
0: mr <laughs> <laughs> See, a woman's head peeking through a curtain <laughs> shaking her head
1: no. yeah you have no candy i don't want your candy do you guys live in a neighborhood where you can trick-or-treat yes and no um
0: i was just talking about this with my sandwich guy uh it's weird like we live in a pretty placid <laughs> is that a new a new podcast you're working on? <laughs> yes <laughs> hi <laughs> hi i'm robert sandwich <laughs> and welcome to the sandwich guy
1: <laughs> what was that skit on Saturday Night Live with um uh uh what is it called Fecal Matters? Oh, Did you God. ever see that one? No, uh, it was with uh, <laughs> oh dear, um, poop is funny. Uh, yeah, I'm. What was the guy? Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman uh. was the <laughs> was on that, and uh, yes, that was a good that was a good one. Of course, you can't watch any of that stuff online, but I'll put. A,
0: oh, sometimes you can sort somewhere. around in Hulu, but it's hard.
1: <laughs> John <Hi>. John Fecal, <laughs> and he has his. This show is called Fecal Matters, That's and he has John Goodman as a guest who, uh, who thought that was just the guy's name and didn't realize he was there actually to talk about poop. So, <laughs>
0: oh no, some people really don't like
1: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Sandwich, mm. and today. I'm sitting down with the sandwich guy.
1: <laughs> I would listen to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was talking about how it's, it's a funny thing where I, I, I feel like that there's that trend that uh, started in the 80s or 90s where it used to be, you know, there's all, you know, the razor blades and all the food and all that BS. But, mm. but there became that phenomenon of like you would go trick-or-treating at the mall or you would go trick-or-treating at right. some kind of retail area. Yes, the phenomenon uh, around here is there will be these neighborhoods that get real into it. So, like, West Portal does that. Noe Valley does that. There's different neighborhoods where people get real into it, and they'll do, like, a haunted house setup. And, not, of course, not everybody in the neighborhood is into it, which is really funny because their house is just covered with signs. Like, I am not participating in Halloween. Move along. Um, but, yeah, but, like, it's funny. Like I say, we live in a pretty suburban suburb, but, like, we put out a bowl of candy because, you know, we're going off to do our own trick-or-treating. Right, sure, sure. It's barely touched. It's not even, like, sacked. Like, we get sometimes zero, sometimes three, sometimes five
1: trick-or-treaters. See, that's, that's – I mean, I guess that makes sense. But where we are, we did that thing where you leave the candy out in a bowl and yeah. it's like, just take one or whatever. That thing was – ransacked in five you minutes know. it was emptied out like no one uh, has any care i never ransacked
0: as a child but i did sometimes take more than one and i felt bad about it how about this how about you do a 7-eleven type situation you do like a take a candy leave a candy right, <laughs> right. Maybe right you could, with maybe the pennies you could be like a trading right? post <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, we have a major trick-or-treating neighborhood it's Good. people. people will bus other kids into our neighborhood to trick-or-treat there and i'm not kidding
0: you're a destination.
1: Yeah. Uh so we, we go out and we do that and it's uh, great fun and it's gonna be nice and cool tonight. That's the upside. Oh that's good. Yeah, do you ever gonna... get recognized? Um like people
0: people maybe people maybe roll up with their kids and they go, Hey, you're the you're that guy from uh, the Internet Radio.
1: That has not happened in mm-hmm. the neighborhood, but it has most recently happened at Whole Foods, so
0: Wow. That what happens all the time. All the time. I just, I must have aged more than I realized because I, I don't get recognized like I used to. It's very disappointing. Well. I need to, I need to really push on this uh, sandwich guy uh, podcast. I need to make that my, my big brand. <laughs> that, well,
1: that'll be your breakout show, I think. Aren't you Robert Sandwich? <laughs>
0: Hi. Hi. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember, hey guys!
1: Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Right, hi, and people come up to you to do the hey guys thing. You're like, I, I'm really hey guys. I'm, I'm, I'm Bobby Sandwich. My, I'm at dinner with my family. I don't really want to
0: come no. on. Just once, just once, do it, do it. My kids do the like sandwich it. thing. M- m- unbox something. <laughs> what do you mean? What? It's a box. You just take it out and use it. <laughs> yeah, do, do that thing. You're that guy from the box, right?
1: Well, I think if you're not getting recognized, it's because in most of the pictures of you online, you've got. Uh, gl- the glasses, and mm-hmm. you get the crazy hair, mm. and I think now you have a more a downplayed look.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's downplayed. Let me see. I'll show you. Where's the most recent photo of me? The
1: last time I saw you in person, yeah. I believe was at um, in Portland, right? Uh huh. And probably you were on stage doing the um, doing the. You look nice today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I look tidy for that. With the parlor. Yeah. Parlor, parlor. Par- parlor, and, uh, parlor. Yeah. Well, and your, that was your hair bit. was very cleanly capped and. Uh,
0: I, was, I think I was freshly shorn at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a that's, picture of me. Is this that's a picture of me.
1: Well, yeah. So the thing is, I'm. <laughs> you're doing the same thing with your hair. You, of course, you're going to get yeah. recognized. Especially you, um, with the hand in that position.
0: Well, you've worked with John Syracuse. So you know what it's like. You know, he just lives to needle everybody for no good reason. He looks at uh-huh. things in the background of photos. He's a very, very bad person. And I happened to be picking up my daughter when he was needling me about something, and I happened to be wearing an ATP shirt. So uh, I sent him a photo of me flipping the bird. I like it. And I broke I broke up with him for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that hair, though, huh? I got, I got no, a haircut. that's good. That's I got solid. a haircut since then. I got a haircut. I feel like a,
1: the, the longer, because you've got a great, great head of hair.
0: Thank you. I have I have a dense collection of thin hairs. I don't have no, thicker. I really envy. I envy the thick-haired people.
1: Well, I don't know, but it doesn't seem to me, at least from when I've seen you and from this it's picture. It's fine. I have.
0: Fine, what I'm trying to say is, I have fine hair. It's like imagine you had a large bowl of like angel. I know you don't eat a lot of pasta, but like a large bowl of angel hair pasta. So sure. There's a lot of it there, but it's very skinny.
1: Right. I don't have I the get girth that in
0: my hair. Yeah, Ooh. but I mean, I can't get a brush cut. I can't. I can't get like a cool haircut. I can't get like a like a cool twenty year old Asian guy haircut.
1: No, but who can?
0: I know. I know. It's if only.
1: But your hair doesn't look like it's like you. You haven't lost any of your hair at all. You don't have a receding hairline like Not I do. Really. You don't have it getting thinner in the back and the top like I do.
0: No, I'm getting the opposite of receding in some places. Oh boy! Oh boy! What? I used to be—I used to be I was a little twink. I, I had hardly anything on me. Now all of a sudden, it's just got. Oh boy! Oh. Like you what? Know, can
1: you can you identify any areas? Sure,
0: sure. Well, I've got a nose hair trimmer, and I use it now. Uh-huh. I use that on the ears also, and then sometimes I get back here in this little territory over here in, uh uh, like you know austro hungary back here i'll also get these little, ba- little back hairs on my lower back that are really disturbing mm. i would be like what is that what is that i didn't used to have that
1: you can but, get that you know, laser get it lasered off
0: i should get it lasered off i've got some i got some stuff here my friend alex gave me called nads and you, it's don't, NADS you didn't for, have any already no it Comes in a tube it's <laughs> nads for men hair removal cream for the body with Does soothing aloe vera i haven't tried it yet it's I should try it. I should N- try it. Um,
1: NADS hair removal cream. Nads hair body. NADS hair removal cream for unwanted hair. NADS.com.
0: Yeah. The troubling part is, let's see, there's lots of warnings. There's one warning on here how you should keep it away from your skin, which troubles me a little bit. <laughs> it says, not suitable for use on the face, scalp, eyes, eyebrows, nose, ears, nipples, perineal, that means taint, or genital areas. What? You can't use it on your taint. Taint taking the hair off. Nads. We well, suddenly got a little bit PG thirteen, didn't it? Nads. It's possessive. I guess it's named after. <laughs> Hi. I'm just I'm sorry. Robert I'm N- just.
1: I'm reading this website, and this is something.
0: Hi, I'm Robert Nadd.
1: <laughs> right, because it's N A D apostrophe ass. Hi, I'm Robert Nad. Have you heard about my cream? Try Nads cream. Is it just is it just wax strips, or is no, it a no. cream that?
0: It's a cream for the body, and it's a... Uh, I'll, I'll try a little bit. Um,
1: try it during the... Yeah, try it now. All
0: right. I'll do it on the back of my hand. Oh, there it is. Oh, Nads,
1: ideal for coarse back, chest, arm, and leg hair. Removes unwanted hair in as little as four minutes with soothing aloe vera and refreshing scent.
0: It's got a safety seal to maintain its showroom shine.
1: Is that a picture of you on the cream?
0: Oh, of oh yeah. Of your chest? Oh, I'm shredded like lettuce. Look at the nipples on that guy. Whew. <laughs> it's like a russian novel oh okay god. i'm putting i'm putting on a little bit on a hair area oh god this is a bad idea oh it's gonna burn isn't it oh no i'm not even really thinking about you know what I, i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna take this oh my hair's coming off oh it works uh it didn't oh. mm, ooh.
1: oh mm. are you making this up or re- it really worked like that
0: uh you know what i'm putting it away it's very troubling oh it's oh oh mm. it doesn't <laughs> smell like aloe <laughs>
1: no
0: oh no if a fish had a butt it would smell like that. Oh boy, this is bad. It got on my on my on my sweater, my Bombfell sweater.
1: Is this like nair? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's part of the nair family, the nads. Ooh, ooh, it smells bad in here now. Oh no! Oh, this is bad. Oh, it's so unpleasant. It smells like. Oh God, I smell like a fish man. Ah. Uh,
1: uh. hmm,
0: I don't. What can I spray? Jesus, it's that bad. Coffee. Do you have
1: to spray something?
0: It smells like a, like a fish arm. Is it Ooh. just
1: dissolving your hair? Is it dissolving well, the hair?
0: It only took off just a tiny bit. Oh God. Oh, it's, but it worked. Oh, I might have to go wash my arm. This is really bad. Dan, why don't you tell me about something you like and I'm going to go wash my arm.
1: Oh, okay. Go for it. I'll, uh, okay. I'm Sorry to do this to you. I'll be right back. I smell like a I'll, fish. No, clean up. I'll tell you about LinkedIn learning. Now, all you guys are probably familiar with one of our old time sponsors, longtime sponsor, Linda. And you probably haven't heard us do a Linda sponsor for a while. But we're happy to have that sponsorship back. What happened is uh, LinkedIn, I guess they, they, they acquired them, they bought them. So all of the great content that you know and love from Linda is now part of LinkedIn Learning. This is their platform uh, that they have created for, for problem solvers, for, for people who want to make moves in their career, You know, whether you want to take better photos, improve your time management skills, redesign your website, whatever it is that you need to do to achieve more. It's on LinkedIn Learning, which includes all of lynda.com's courses, everything. So like if you're using Adobe software, okay, they've got the most comprehensive selection of courses on Photoshop or Illustrator, After Effects. They're going to help you learn. They're going to help you improve. They're going to help you get better on anything from photo editing to vector graphics to 3D animation. The same is true for their audio editing stuff. You want to learn how to podcast and like Edit your audio. You can do that with them. There's so much there. And of course, they have regular office and productivity apps that you can learn and, and master. And what's great about the way this works is you don't, uh, you're not just there to like, oh, well, here's one course and you're done. No, it doesn't matter what level you are. There's always something more that you can learn. And they make it so easy to get in there and check out the content, quickly find the video course that you're looking for. And all of these courses are taught by and created by industry experts who are passionate about teaching these are people who are pros in their field and they are making these videos to teach what they know it's not people who said oh i think i i think i want to teach someone about photoshop no these are people who are using photoshop every day and have been for many 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 years and they're sharing their knowledge and the way that they work and it's incredibly valuable Uh, they have, uh, project files you can download. They've got quizzes to validate what you've learned and they're structured so that you can learn from start to finish or just jump to a specific chapter and watch like a shorter bite-sized segment. Like let's say you're kind of familiar with final cut pro, but you want to understand some more advanced concept of like how to use compression. Well, they'll, you just jump to that section of the video. You're in, you're out, you're done. You get transcripts, you can watch, you can listen, you can read along. Uh, They've really thought of everything. There's no like, hidden charges. There's no upsells. You access all the courses you want for one monthly price, available anywhere in the world. Use it on your computer, your tablet, your mobile device, and we've got a special deal for you. Okay. Go to linkedin.com slash back to work, and you will get a 30-day free trial with LinkedIn Learning. So again, the URL, linkedin.com slash back to work. That's a great URL. 30-day free trial. And of course it's gotta be all all lowercase, but if you go to that you're all thirty day free trial and uh, and and you'll be uh, you'll be learning and uh, making yourself a better human being. So thanks very much to LinkedIn Learning and all the great Linda content that is there. We appreciate their support. LinkedIn.com slash back to work.
0: Thanks, LinkedIn. Buck buck. You all cleaned up?
1: Oh my god,
0: it's bad. Still bad? Does it smell no. like burnt hair or something? No, I wish. <laughs> I w- no, it's like I I know, see I don't want to say. You can cut this out, but like it's kind of like sweat, kind of like fish and kind of like a butt. So like it's like sweaty <laughs> fish butt. Wow. And I I used soap and it's still my arm still smells like sweaty fish
1: butt. Ooh. Ooh. Um
0: you know, uh, why was I thinking of this?
1: I'm looking We're at a talking. video now. Yes. Um, that I can put in the show notes. Um, there's a guy wearing an LSU shirt. He is a... her Herstute? Is that the right word? Here's I think it's here suit Hirsute? Here mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, body hair on him. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like a bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got, you know, a lot on the arms, mm-hmm. a lot on the shoulders. It's almost comical mm. <laughs> um but he's he's applying this to himself but he seems to be waxing it off like uh like just ah. puts it on and then he puts the the tape on and he whip he whips it off Oof. which isn't doesn't sound like what you were doing
0: no but I i'll put cream. this in i'll
1: put this in a show notes why not put People in want to, notes. they want to see this kind of thing
0: yeah um why was I thinking of this? Oh, we he's known YouTube? as the
1: hairiest man in Australia, of course. <laughs> well, I who came in third. <laughs> That's right. Weird. Right. How do they determine that? Is it just whoever shows up or is there a, uh, a survey?
0: Oh, did you do walkabout? I'm number three. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I thought I was the hairiest man here. Don't <laughs> talk like that in Australia. Whoa. You yeah, know, they got a lot of spiders and snakes there. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I didn't get much sleep last night, so I'm kind of horse. Um a good uh good uh, uh YouTube channel that we've been watching my daughter loves. Mm. Um you know educational content I'm not like that super into like oh, it want has to be educational but stuff that's fun and you learn a little something but mostly fun. Uh look for Mark Rober. Mark Rober. I put it in show notes. And this guy has this is like kid crack. Um he made the world's largest super soaker. He figured out how to measure how much pee is in a pool. Um he showed you how uh, carnivals, um, games, Carnival games are scams. Uh-huh. Uh, and he, he's the guy who like, I don't know if he invented this, but he has like a whole company now of like using your iPhone or iPad to incorporate into a Halloween costume. Uh-huh. So I don't know if you ever saw this. He had a kind of, I think a pretty famous video where it looked like you could see through him. And he did this by using two iPads and FaceTime. So he had one iPad. Do you follow? No, I think so. So the iPad on his back is, you know, shooting out. And the iPad on on his front is receiving that signal. So it looks like you're looking through him. It's really cool. It looks like he has a hole that you can see through. Is this in the show notes? Um, that's in that, that channel of his, and now he has this whole like line of clothes you can buy where it looks like you get an eyeball or an open wound on your chest, you know, because you slip your iPhone into this uh, bespoke shirt that he has. It's pretty cool. Let's see if I can find it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Featured videos. Hmm. Um. Yeah, now he's he's, you know I think he's making some bank office so he's got like tons of these now. There's another one where he wanted to see how far if you put a bunch of like balls in a pool how far you'd fall in and stuff. Anyway, they're really fun.
1: Like filling up the pool with um with uh, with 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 like balls like in a like amusement park. He's done.
0: Yeah, he's he's got uh, 1500 water balloons on a trampoline in slow motion. But the one he did there's there's that kind of toy. What are they called? Orbeez?
1: Have you heard of these? Are those little? Yeah, that's a little Isn't remote the, control uh, thing from Star Wars. You roll That's it, right. Roll, yeah. You
0: fill your pool with BB-8, and then mm-hmm. you jump in. And then you don't play with it again after Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Why, why does he keep walking in a circle? Uh, yeah, if you go into his videos, click on the videos tab, you'll mm-hmm.
1: see tons of these like uh, – I'm going to have to check Halloween these out. There's going to be a this thing is I good, do. This is
0: good for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he also made a dartboard that um, – Uses six high-speed 4K motion cameras. Basically, the dartboard moves wherever you throw the dart, and you always get a bullseye. That's f- anyway. Re- really, it's really cool. That sounds awesome. Oh yeah, here you go. Okay, okay hang on, hang on. You can cut this out, but oh, oh I mean, this
1: whole show will never air.
0: Okay, all right, that's cool. Can I send it to you in Skype? Yeah. All right. Check this out. It's a really neat effect. It's very clever.
1: Hold on. K- clicking. Clicking. Look oh yeah! That. Look at that. Oh wow! It's like in that effect? movie. Yes, in that movie, in that one movie.
0: Oh, in that one movie, the women uh, with the, the women, the Edgar Wright movie, the Edgar Wright movie. Oh, the other one. Oh, you're thinking of Meryl
1: Streep with a hole in her. Yes,
0: I was thinking of the zombie movie that I like with that Wright movie. With uh, what's it called, Shaun of the Dead.
1: Oh, you know I've shot. seen I've seen some of that
0: movie. Oh, that's a good movie. You know, what's best you gotta watch Hot Fuzz. Watch Hot Fuzz.
1: Hot Just Fuzz me. Sunday.
0: Hot Fuzz. Watch Hot Fuzz. Mm. I'm a mess today I'm kind of hoarse I I got four hours of sleep and I'm very congested oh no why so little uh why I just woke up but I couldn't get back to sleep my neck hurt a little bit and I took a shower um what else was I gonna say uh death uh... becomes her death becomes her right and that was Meryl Streep right
1: uh yeah definitely okay trying to see which one of them had the hole in her but it was not. It was Private Benjamin that had the hole. Private
0: Benjamin was the one with the hole in her. Yeah. And and uh, and Bruno, uh, The Return of Bruno, is fighting over them. Is that the movie? What's his name? The guy from Moonlighting. Die yeah. Um, why did you make he'd be he'd be die kind of hard?
1: A. Die hard, yeah.
0: Die, hard, die hard's in that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Maybe. weird that his first album is called The Return of Bruno. It's kind of troubling. <laughs>
1: hmm. That's just, anyway does that movie we should hold probably up start, start the thing? show
0: bruce willis bruce willis oh i almost hit my mouse that's no good i need to sleep <clears> um now i'm gonna
1: I have gonna to watch say? that movie tonight. now
0: you gotta watch it again that's how it works um i've got to uh, <laughs> some listener feedback school halloween costumes oh yeah we got some feedback from a listener sweaty fish butt uh, are you gonna tell us about linux in the fullness of time uh yeah i would love to Okay, okay. Let me just get a, do a couple of these. Um, may, I, may I do some listener feedback? Yeah, go ahead, caller. Thank you. Uh, First time, Ben. Uh, listener Ben, uh, he's resetting all the things. He says, uh, so I was listening to episode 347 of your Back to Work program. Nice pull. And when you got to the <laughs> listener's suggestion of resetting all settings, I immediately paused and did that reset. And wow, what a world of difference. Some context, Colin. I have a 6S Plus, which has been running extremely slow ever since iOS 11 horrible performance, even worse battery life. I honestly thought my phone was toast. So I was desperate. I couldn't get through my day, but perform the reset. I have my phone back. Yay. It's been a very minor pain to put back all my fingerprints and network password. Uh, but it's been an easy trade off to have a properly working phone for the first time in months says listener Ben. What do you think about that?
1: I love it. I love that that tip was, uh, was helpful. And I have, I have some good, News to report, too.
0: You know, I'm so tired. Uh, We should cite who was. That was uh, Luke. Listener Luke Luke. gave us the advice. Luke is a genie eye inside the organization. He lives. He's in the Grove. And he said he gave us some options for what to do if you're having bad battery life or or slowness. Um, So I just want to say again, I just want to stipulate, like, I I would not do this unless you are ready to do this. You're at your wit's
1: end. It's the last straw. You're ready to completely reformat the phone, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, and, if you're and,
0: ready to just kind of give up and start over. I tried it this morning on an iPad that's been slow. And, uh, yeah, you do have to re-enter some stuff. Uh, and I haven't messed with it enough to see if it made a difference. But I could see that, I could see that making a difference. I mean, you know, you're jiggling the handle a little bit. You're yes. uh, cutting some stuff loose. What well, was your follow-up?
1: Mine was simply that I, uh, I remember we had talked about the issue I was having with calls dropping. And,
0: and the suggestion one was update your carrier settings.
1: Update your carrier settings, which I did and that did not help. And you can you can do that. It, you don't actually have to do anything other than just go to a certain area of preferences and it will update if there is one. But I tried the reset network settings option and lo and behold, it fixed all of that. And I did have to re-enter in all my Wi-Fi passwords uh and uh and, and everything else like that whenever I was on the network, but it fixed the problem, and the calls knock on wood have not been dropping anymore so how
0: interesting is that
1: yeah, um, so ever since then, I have not had a single call interruption or dropped call of any kind, so that was that was the reset network option and when you when you reset the network, it deletes all of the network stuff that it has memorized including (laughs) slash accumulated yes uh, including wi-fi passwords so those go away but uh it's not a big deal unless unless you're really joining a thousand different wi-fi networks it it doesn't really seem to have much of a. but uh, you
0: know what first of all that's fantastic that that worked there must be i feel like i have at some point seen a page on apple in apple support about this cascade of like you know increasingly more more destructive things you can do to fix something that 's probably out there somewhere, but let me give a corollary to this, which is that i uh, i guess b I can understand how that would end up fixing a problem because right. who knows what little bit is flipped wrong in there somewhere, but also you know i mean i, I this is not advice i 'm not advising you to do this, but I wonder if that's maybe a good thing to do every year or so anyway because i personally i it freaks me out a little bit when I see that like every like um Access point I've ever joined is, is still in there. Still in like there. Like stuff from I know. vacations three years ago. Like, do I really want that in there? I don't know. It, it just, maybe it's just a little kind of tidiness thing in me. But like, I, uh, I could see a benefit in just wiping that. Because I mean, really, I'm on two Wi Fi networks mostly. It's not that big a deal. And you just get one password going. Now, now with that said, now, here's, here's when not to do this. Anytime you're about to do something, like, don't do this before you travel. Don't do this right before you go out trick-or-treating. Like, if you're going to need your phone or right. your iPad, I would say, yeah. All you have to do is update your contacts once as you're getting on a plane to learn to never do that again.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Back in the day when that was such a, like, a destructive thing.
1: Yes. That, you know, it's, it's interesting to
0: think about how many things, yeah, you know, we, I feel like we run, or at least I run hot and cold on Apple stuff and we go through these cycles of every couple of weeks we're all about it or not. But like, there are a lot of really nicely solved problems in the Apple ecosystem. There really I are. Feel like a, yeah. I feel like a lot of the syncing stuff has really gotten so much. I mean, hmm, it's not fun if I don't piss on Apple a little bit. I still think it should do stuff like sync notes in the background. I don't think it should sync when I open the app. I think that's strange. There's stuff like that. But by and large, it works pretty well. We have all kinds of shared notes we use. Have have we heard a, an official... So we, I noticed today it looks like 11.1 is officially out. Oh, is has it? There, yeah. Has there been any... We get all this new emoji. They're really nice. Has there been an official announcement that the Apple iOS keyboard abbreviations are officially going to be officially CloudKit synced? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. I, d- I have not
1: heard. I've not heard. I'm sure a listener will help us out with that, though.
0: Because that's busted like Trotsky. Mm-hmm. Cloud uh, Kit. Uh, oh,
1: now, speaking of Apple, uh, in the photo of yourself that you sent me, you mm-hmm. it seems like you have uh, the AirPods in there. Yeah, they're a little askew. Of course, John made fun of that, too. Do you... Um, do you like those? Are they worth worth getting for people, do you think?
0: Uh, I do. I think they are very good. So I use um I got, I got my cans that I'm using right now to record, but I have two uh, headphone things. So first of all, you know, when I moved to an iPhone that didn't have the um, headphone jack. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that's still a pain in the ass. So yeah. we've got to keep one of those in the car if we want to plug it in while we're in the car. That's a pain. It's still a pain. It's still a kind of a bad sign about where Apple's going with port stuff. But with that said, I was kind of surprised once I got these dumb overpriced earpods AirPods, I was kind of surprised how quickly I stopped using my automotics that I've been living on for 10 years. Oh yeah. I go through like three pairs of those a year. Right. I just, I love them and I love, you know, I really love the controls on them, um, but, um, so I'll, I'll address both of these. The, the Air, I, I like the AirPods a lot. I bought them from my lady. She likes them. She has even tinier ears than I do, but they work, work mostly okay. You get, they say generally five hours um, out of them, something like that, which is fine because if you're going to be wearing, you know, headphones for five hours, you might as well put on some real headphones. Yeah, Really? And then then you you pop pop them in the little case, right? And they just they come right back up. It's like an Apple Pencil. It recharges so fast, it's crazy. And you get a bunch of charges out of that. That's pretty convenient. Um, The thing, there's several things about the AirPods that are kind of a downside, but are actually an upside. Like I say, one is you don't get limitless battery power. But the truth is, you don't need limitless battery power. Like if you know you're going to be on a plane, bring actual headphones. Bring like closed ear, over the ear headphones. You know, you'll be so much happier. Because another downside is. Uh, Or upside is that, you know, unless you're going to play it at a ear damagingly loud volume, um, you get a lot of whatever bleed, like you still hear a lot, like on the street, you hear conversations, whatever. I like that personally. If I'm going to be walking around with something in my ears, I want to be able to hear what's going on around me. You know, unless it's a very familiar environment, I don't think it's a good idea to walk around the streets not being able to hear what's going on around you. So, you know, on the one side, that's a, that's a downside. I would not wear those things on a plane for a variety of reasons. Right? You probably would barely hear anything. But when you're walking around the street, it's actually really good. Um, I'm not sure it's such a great idea to like bike with them in, but like if you're going to be like running somewhere safe, or in my case, just walking around the streets of the city, uh, it's nice to be able to hear. So I, I would say thumbs up. I, I think they're a little pricey, but they are they are very good. You now have the ability to tell your Air, AirPods and your iPhone what a tap means. So I turned off Siri because it's, it's pointless with these things. It's so slow. Um, so, like, my, what, what do I do right now? My right ear, double tapping on the right one um, plays or pauses, and double tapping on the left one rewinds, which in the case of overcast means go back, you know, right. 30 seconds. Right, right. So that's all, that's, that's great. And speaking of overcast, speaking of Marco, uh, my, my, my go to Bluetooth headphones, I, I, I think, I don't know if these are still his recommendation. I got the Plantronics PLT over the ear headphones, and I love them. I, I just wear these around the house. The, the, they pick up a signal better than any Bluetooth headphones I've ever had. Um, they've got nice controls right on the ear where you can play and pause, you can go back and forward, and it's got a little, the outer ring. It's a volume thing, so you can do all the controls right from the headphone. Unobtrusive, very easy to use. Pairs with other two devices at a time, um, and they take a charge for a good long time. That's that's the two that I use. What do you use for? Uh, I'll find some put it in notes. Plantronics. They're not super cheap, but I'm really glad I got them.
1: Yeah, P-L-T. no. Um yeah. the the headphones that I use. I mean. I'm not the the main use case for me using headphones is when I'm um, when I'm rowing, which is four days a week for As a form of exercise or, or but, a means of evasion?
0: No, you're doing it in the gym.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, in, in in my house, yeah. Um, <laughs> and do you, oh, that's right. you can running in your house. Right, mean, right, right,
0: right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you do it uh, as much as I do, my son also uses it thirty minutes a day. So um together we uh we, we we justified the cost of getting it and they're not they're not cheap I mean, you can get a cheap rower um but they're not very good i don't recommend it instead i would say you know try one and see if you're gonna like it and see if you use it if you'll use it i use the heck out of mine like i was saying and my son uses them too so that's the main time that I'm wearing headphones is that 30 minutes a day um, when I'm not in the gym. So that's that works out to be four days a week. I don't listen. I'm not like listening to stuff in my house. And because I live in Texas, I drive. I don't really get to mm-hmm. walk the way you guys do in, in San Francisco. So I don't have as much reason to use it when I'm just sort of out and about. If I'm listening to something in the car, I'll just play it through the Bluetooth through the through the car. But the headphones that I got obviously when you know what the way that I'm doing it is I found they actually make, and this is one of those things where when you buy it, you feel like such a, such a putz buying it because it's expensive, but they make just for the rower that I have, they make uh, an iPhone slash iPad holder that slides over the, there's a little display on the rower. That's it's, powered by the rowing itself so it doesn't need a battery or anything that's
0: clever yeah
1: and so you 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 can see like how far you rowed and how hard you're you're rowing and stuff like that but they they made a little holder thing that slides it's metal aluminum and it slides right over the little display and then has an adjustable place for you to mount the ipad so that you can angle it any way that you want and it uh it it works really really nicely and so what I'll do is I'll put the iPad on there. Then I can watch a movie or something like that and hear it in in the headphones if I or play Spotify on it, whatever I want to do. But I mm-hmm. enjoy, I enjoy watching movies. I've been getting really into like director's commentary of movies. So I'll take a movie that I've seen that I enjoy and I'll put the director's commentary on and, and that'll last for, you know, three or four rows. And uh, I really enjoy that And the headphones I've been using. I, I don't enjoy um, because they're, you know if if you have any exposure at all to the airpods i don't think that you would ever like what i'm about to tell you that i use but i've had them long before the airpods came out and there I'll, i guess i'll put it in the show notes with the caution that you probably want to just get something else but um, they're the JLab Audio Epic 2 Bluetooth 4.0 Wireless Sport Earbuds Guaranteed Fitness Waterproof IPX5 Rated Skip-Free Sound Pristine High Performance 8mm Sound Driver 12-Hour Playtime with Microphone Black. Oh, nice. Um, they only get three stars, but I found them. I think I, I think I saw them reviewed on Wirecutter or something like that and got them. And they sound great and they feel very comfortable and they fit really nicely in your ear. But they have that cable that goes between them. And they have the little volume thing on the cable which sucks. Right,
0: I bought these. These suck. Yeah, yeah
1: I have these. But they sound really good. <clears throat> but yeah, these I don't recommend them. I would say don't don't get those.
0: Yeah, I got these and I was like, meh, just not for me. My wife was in a con before I got her the um, the AirPods, she's been on a constant search for like good wireless headphones and some of them are terrible. Even the ones that get good reviews, they just, they stop working. Like the, the you, they stop like being respond. The ones that come with like the little rubber nubbin thing, yeah. they just stop responding. They just stop working. Apparently in some of these, it's a known issue. Well, that's no good. Nah. I think I bought these cause you told me about them. Cause I see it's in the same order where I got uh, orange, uh, uh, TV watching glasses. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. August 23rd, 2016. Huh, those are simpler times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, headphones are such a personal thing. But um, how do we get on to this? Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, our thanks to listener Ben for resetting all the things.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: going to see if it improved my, uh, my iPad. It's just been – for an iPad Pro, it's gotten re- real, real slow. So... <clears throat> Um, while I'm thinking of it, Dan, would you please be good enough to tell me about something else that you like? I would love to tell you about HelloFresh. Hello. HelloFresh. Hello.
1: Hello, Fresh. Hello. Meal kit delivery system. They shop, they plan, and they deliver your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. What's nice about HelloFresh is the way that you can customize everything. You can tell them, oh, I want to deliver it delivered on on this day. I like it delivered on Tuesdays. That's when I want everything. Okay. They deliver Tuesday. Then I work. love that. You're going to go on a trip. That. You can pause your account, Merlin. You're going to go on one of these. Dan, here's, the trips, here's the thing about services.
0: Here's the thing about services and nice to haves and things is like, if it doesn't actually make your life better and accommodate the way that your family actually works, then it is just a costly pain in the butt. Correct. You can even pause this thing. If you go on vacation, you could say, I don't want it for
1: a couple weeks. That's right. You just pause it. It's like NBD. NBD. You can all the ingredients they're pre-measured and they come in these handy little labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe and they send it in a recyclable like insulated package. All the recipes are chef curated. They have they come in different plans. There's a classic plan, there's the veggie plan and then there's the family plan. The classic is you get a variety of meat, fish and seasonal produce. Veggie, that's all vegetarian recipes, plant-based proteins, grains, seasonal produce. And the family, that's like the classic, but they're meals that are designed that for the whole family, so everybody's going to like it. And I've, we've said this before. The tip that I have is if you're trying to introduce new foods to your kids, get them involved in the cooking process. Get them to help. Say, hey, guys, help, help cook. And that, then smart. they might be more likely to eat something new and expand their horizons. The way they do it, you're going to get these balanced dinners for, for less than 10 bucks a meal. You don't have to worry about meal planning. You don't have to do the extra grocery shopping. And you, you, you're freed up. Your time is freed up. You're relaxed. And uh, you, it only takes like 30 minutes about to make these things. So you're not spending all night long in the, din- in the kitchen trying to figure everything out.
0: You're not thinking about food. And they, you know, catch up in about here.
1: Catch yeah, up in. Please do. Take over. So
0: they're color coded. If you get, you get more than one meal in these, they color code them so you're not an idiot. You don't have to like go sort your food. You can figure out what it is. Now, have you ever eaten any of this stuff? Yes. Okay. My lady, we just got one of these and my lady just made, what is it called? It is called smoky beef and poblano chili. Hmm. And it was so freaking good. It was like real nice. food. It wasn't like creepy make it home food. It was actually like real food. And then it was great leftovers the next day. I really like this stuff. And it's just, you get that, it's a nice feeling. I like the way it's presented. Like you don't feel like you're just filling up your fridge with a bunch of little bags. Like it's good stuff. Good, 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 uh, good, good sponsor. How do people, how do people get some of this uh, freshness in their Hello.
1: So hello HelloFresh.com and the promo code you're going to use is back to work30. Back to work three zero. That's the code for you. Uh, and you'll get thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh. It's not a bad deal. So that one more time. HelloFresh.com promo is back to work three zero. Thirty bucks off. We appreciate their support. Thank you, HelloFresh.
0: Thank you, HelloFresh. Buck buck.
1: Uh what else have we got?
0: got another question. You know, um, did you want to – you you got what I need. Did you <laughs> want to talk about
1: Linux and whatnot? I would love to. I would love to hear it. Uh, well, if you remember a, a few weeks ago, t- two weeks, a week, something like that. Um, they go by – time goes by at least twice as quickly as you think. It's so weird. So I don't know. Yeah. I, at some point in my past, mm. I got – we got that – contact from microsoft they said they want to talk to me maybe maybe i would like the surface pro try it out they specifically said you don't you don't have to talk about it in fact we're saying don't talk about it unless you feel like it and i tried this thing and i told you i shared with you my thoughts that this is this is interesting it's interesting to have something that is for all intents and purposes seems like a tablet but is in fact a whole computer squashed into a tablet form factor with right. the removable keyboard cover and all the other benefits of a, of a, a full-fledged computer, but in the no, shape sh- the, Short
0: version, it didn't suck, and it made you curious about what, what the future was for this stuff.
1: That's right. And it made me also think very much that I would love for uh, Apple to, uh, to do something like that. And wouldn't it be wonderful to have... Um, to have something that's essentially an iPad that runs Mac OS. To me, that, that would be really interesting. And the other thing that uh, after having used it, this is not the main point of, of what I wanted to bring up, but after having used this device now frequently uh, at home, mostly, but a little bit at work uh, it's, I I have found that it is very nice to be able to touch the screen should I want to touch the screen and have it do things that I would expect it to do? For example, sometimes it's nice to scroll a web page uh, just with your finger. You know that mm-hmm. because you use an iPad and you like yeah. that and most people like that. Uh, but we're, we can't do that on our computers, of course. You touch the screen and guess what? Nothing happens. My kids are always a little disappointed when nothing <laughs> happens. But it, it is very, despite what Apple tells us, Oh, that's not a right kind of user interaction. We don't we don't want to be touching a screen on a computer. You don't want to ever touch the screen. That's false. It's patently false. Uh edit, you know, touching touching the screen for certain things does make a lot of sense and it is it is not at least for me not in any way confusing to know that if I want to scroll a web page, I can just flick my finger up on the screen and swipe and the web page will do a thing. Like that makes a lot of sense to me, and there are certain things that I think lend themselves really, really well to that kind of double interactivity model. Somewhere between, you know, a, a touch only device like an iOS device or Android or what have you, and uh, the traditional computer device, there's nothing confusing about it. There's nothing weird about it. Touch targets are fine. You can close. Sometimes I'll just close a window with uh, just by touching the screen instead of moving the the trackpad. Like It's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. and um, I I don't question Apple's uh, perfect wisdom in saying that this was not a good interactivity model, but it it seems to be just fine for me and it makes me, every time I use my MacBook Pro, I look at the touch bar and I'm like, wow, what a misguided uh, poor implementation of what could have been done so much more elegantly by just making the screen work in a little bit of a different way. But that's not what I care to talk about today. What I care to talk about is something called WSL, which uh, stands for um, Windows Subsystem for Linux, hmm. which this is only going to be interesting to people who do, I would say, any any kind of software development for the web especially, such as Ruby on Rails or Python or Node or um, you know, those those type, or PHP, anything that you might wind up hosting on Linux or that you're doing right now on your Mac. Now, what is this thing? It's very interesting. This is very interesting to me because I feel like for a long time, I wasn't seeing any kind of, what I would call real innovation for developers coming out of really anyone, but especially not from Microsoft. And uh, what makes this interesting most of us in the audience are familiar with doing things like running a, a virtual machine, whether it's in something like Virtual PC or Parallels or one of those applications. And what those essentially let you do is run a, compu- a, a computer within a computer. We're um, you you get basically what is like a, a window, and then you put in installation software, and you get to install a virtual computer that runs inside of your computer. So that means you can run Windows in a window on your Mac. You can even run macOS in a window on your Mac. You can run Linux. You can do all kinds of things. It's great for testing. It's great for experimenting. And and I can tell you that in building Fireside and lots of other projects over the years, being able to just fire up Windows in a window on my Mac to test what it looks like in Internet Explorer or something like that has been invaluable. And of course, you can do this on Windows just as easily. You can run anything you want inside of a uh, inside of a virtual emulator like that. But that's not ideal. Ideally, you can just do the things that you want to do uh, natively. And Windows subsystem for Linux, and WSL, kind of lets you do this in a way. So on the Mac, we're pretty spoiled in that we can get a terminal window open and we've got Unix right there. It's, uh, it's essentially Darwin, which is branched from FreeBSD, so that we have a very nice UNIX system right there underneath the hmm. surface on our mac, so mm-hmm. if I want to that was a,
0: that was a big attractor for a lot of people oh
1: huge, 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 and uh, we have all the you know command line utilities that we want, we have the w- lovely homebrew system, which lets you install pretty much any linux unix open source software that you want with one command it made all of those guides that i used to write on hive logic completely obsolete because instead of having to manually do 20 things you just type brew install postgresql and it's installed like it's it's a wonderful thing uh so of course on linux we have the uh apt apt, apt get install type commands which are similar letting you install anything. Well, what, what these geniuses, and I'm not kidding when I say that, what these people did over at Microsoft is they, they created a way for you to essentially install Linux as a subsystem so that now you can open up a window the same way we do on the Mac for all intents and purposes. And you have a Linux shell and you can even pick the Linux distribution of, of your choice. Like in my case, it's the Ubuntu version and you get a nice shell and you can run all of your Unix commands, and you can install software with apt-get, and you can do pretty much anything that you could do on a Linux system. However, it is all running locally, so it's sort of emulating Linux, but it's happening. It ha- I mean, I, in I, I mean, real this time. This is a really
0: dumb question.
1: Yeah. Like why is I this? I remember
0: a- back. Well, my my question is dumb, but like, how much of it is hardware? How much of it is software? Because didn't didn't that used to be one beef about doing this on a Mac? Was so much of it was being accomplished by software? Right. I mean, is it is how close to the metal are you?
1: Uh, that's a great question. It seems... Not really. <laughs> no, it is a real... No, it's a really good question. It seems to be... It's it's better than emulation. It actually is running in a more native kind of a way. I would need to dig in to really understand how they uh, did this or how they're doing it because it it really does seem to be fully integrated. It doesn't... You're not running Linux in a window. You're... It's Linux seems to be running, and you just interact with it the normal way by typing commands. I mean,
0: has has it got its own little chip?
1: No, no, this is software. It's all it's all software running in Windows, but it's not truly a virtual machine the way that we're used to thinking of a virtual machine. But what's really nice about it is I can I can fire up um, you know the. Rails server, for example, right there in Linux with PostgreSQL and Redis running and uh, all of the other stuff, that is Sidekick workers and everything else all running. And then in Chrome or whatever browser I feel like in Windows, hit that server and, and look at it. And it, it just works. And I'm using Atom is the editor that I use, and I'm uh, on Windows anyway and Linux. Uh, and I'm still with TextMate on the Mac. And I can use Atom and edit the files, and they're all local files it'll work just fine. And the way that they do this is within Linux, the C drive, your old old fashioned windows C drive is actually um, mounted under a mount partition uh, on Linux so that you can access all of your windows files through Linux easily. And there are a few, a few little details with that. Like they haven't gotten it to work quite perfectly the other way around. So like you're not supposed to access your Linux files from within Mm -hmm. windows, but vice versa is fine. And they're working on that. And so I tweeted about this and uh, very quickly, the people on Twitter started to uh, who, who work on this project, like the the people who are in charge of it and the developers, started to tweet me back like right away, in a way that was really kind of nice and refreshing, and they're like answering my questions and talking to me about it, and uh, and and so it's. It's been a very interesting experience. I won't I won't say, well, yeah, I'm switching to Windows. No, I, I really like the Apple ecosystem. I really like my Macs a lot. But what this simply means is if I wanted to use a Windows machine, I could now use, if I wanted, a full-blown Windows machine and I would be able to do everything that I'm doing right now, whether it's software development or anything else. And that's huge because for for years and years and years, that was simply… Either borderline impossible, or if a best case scenario, impractical to do that. And it would be, it was, and is much easier to do it with just a straight up Linux system. But of course, there's a lot of software that I would I would categorize as missing under Linux. Like
0: I get, I get it. So I mean, the thing is, that for a while, you have it has. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it has been the case that you could get a pretty straightforward Windows laptop or whatever, and just just run Linux. On there, right, right, you'd have I to mean, that's, blow that's,
1: away Windows and put Linux on but there. But in
0: this case, you're getting a little. You're getting both. You're getting so, both.
1: So you get okay. the, the commercial support and application library that you would. This is
0: different than Cygwin. Yes, it was
1: yes, it is very different than that. And I'm glad that you brought that up. I was going to also. I've heard it called Sigwin. I've heard it called Cygwin. But what that is is essentially a suite of Linux or Unix command line utilities and other tools that have been compiled to run on windows including a bash shell you could fire up the shell but that's ve- i want to point out this is fundamentally different from what wsl is doing which is actually giving you a true ubuntu or in my case ubuntu but a true linux installation so that you can compile all of your own software and you're running it is running linux your machine is running linux and uh and you can have full you can run web servers you can run uh, PHP, you can compile stuff yourself. You can, I, I have the full stack, top to bottom, you know, database, rack, mm-hmm. rails, everything for Fireside running on my little Surface Pro, which is crazy to me.
0: Oh, now I get it. You're doing this on the Surface yeah. Pro? Oh,
1: yeah. All of it's on the Surface Pro. Isn't Gym. that wacky? Imagine, and, having, your, imagine mm. having your iPad and being able to do software development on that when you're done watching Netflix. It's crazy.
0: I see you're making you're making a case here. I see what you're saying. Okay. Wow. That is bananas. Yeah.
1: And I don't know. You know. Like I said, it's not like I'm gonna. It's not like I'm gonna be like switching over to Windows. But the fact is, if I wanted to, I could. And that's the first time that I actually had that kind of choice of like, you know, because I, I love. Like I said, I love the Mac. I love the interconnection of all the different machines and devices and services that. I have with Apple, and I have no intention of switching away from that. But this opens up tons of opportunity for the Windows as a platform and Windows machines as a platform in a way that never did. Let's address
0: the elephant in the room. If you spent what – you, I'm just guessing. I haven't price checked this. You spent fifteen hundred dollars on Apple equipment. All oh, right, for for a portable development environment, versus you spent fifteen hundred dollars on a Windows box for a development environment. Uh, where are you going to get more bang for the buck?
1: Yeah, much more on on the Windows side. And I'll tell you what yeah, else. There, I mean, but these
0: there's the, these PC makers are not ashamed to make something that would be very embarrassing to Johnny Yves. Like, give me lots of ports. Give me lots of battery. Give me all right. of the things. Right. Give me this really tough, durable, multi-ported Hydra that would not look good in a museum, <laughs> but does everything I want it to do. Right, exactly.
1: That's, That's exactly right. interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you can... And and here's what I found. Um, I never built a Hackintosh. And I don't know anything about that. But I can tell you that on the Hackintosh that I made... Windows runs much, much, much faster than macOS does on the same hardware, hmm. um, uh. which was a little surprising to me. Both are really, really fast, but you do get a lot more bang for your buck with that. But what this simply means is if you're, let's say, a Rails developer, a Python developer, or, or whatever, you now have choices. You have choices. Uh, whereas right. months ago, really, literally months ago, you didn't. Now you have a choice. You you're, uh, Unless you're doing specific mac or ios development uh if you're if you're doing any other kind of development you really do have a choice now and that's refreshing and it's also nice to see that microsoft has really embraced um ubuntu and and the open source community in such a way to make this whole thing possible that it just it's astounding to me to see this with like we could i could microsoft bash all day long i could apple bash too but i'm really surprised to see this coming out of microsoft it's it's really nice and um and i just i'm just impressed by it that i can have this this little tablet that by the way also runs this full stack of software development stuff that i like to do and, and that is so yeah, cool it's cool i'm not what sure what it, i'm not sure what it means but it really does uh you know it really like when i look over at what's going on with ios and with the ipad um you know, the iPad is such a, a beautiful device, such a, a wonderful device to use uh, that you know i wish I wish there was something a little bit like this for it right so that 's where i 'm at with that, but yeah, the surface pro and then meanwhile i 'll hand the thing to my little girl, and she 'll spend two hours drawing with the with the pen and right. you know sketchpad and stuff and
0: uh. well this is this is good for me to hear because that 's something I never would have. Uh, gotten through my own experience right. for sure. Right. I, I mean, the idea of like, oh, let's go use you know Linux on a Windows box. You know, it's weird. I'm already I'm glazed over at that point. But what you're describing <laughs> sounds amazing. Yeah. And the truth is that the world is moving forward. My daughter broke my heart a little bit last week when I was teasing this idea that I I really this MacBook adorable is. You know, it's cute <laughs> until I had to actually use it for work, and now it's just it's so silly it's very silly and I don't see a clear option for what MacBook current MacBook Pro to get it's just it's kind of depressing right but I kind of I kind of just floated this idea of like hey you know, um, you know, she uses it. She uses it for reading about Minecraft. Sometimes she uses it for watching videos in the morning when I'm brushing her hair. She's very comfortable. She's got her own account. She knows all you know how to log in and do all of her own stuff on the MacBook adorable. And I, I thought I was being real cool, like Thurston Howell Dad. I'm like, hey, you know, if I end up getting a new laptop, do you think you? Uh, <laughs> of course, I know the answer. You think you'd uh, think you'd want to have your own ten uh, year old girl with her your own uh, MacBook portable? Huh? Anything mm. about that? She goes, no, I want a Chromebook. Really? And I said, I said, no, but I shot who in the what now? You want to, <laughs> you, 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 you ah. want a what, what, what? what? Let, let's 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 roll that back. Let's try that again. Daddy says, do you do you want to have Daddy's MacBook? Adorable. No, I want a Chromebook because that's what they use at school. Right. That's what she likes. Even right, though right, she right. has, she <laughs> she has in her own ken and purview an iPod Touch, an iPad, and access to my uh macbook adorable right what she wants <laughs> what i want she wants a chromebook a chromebook she wants a chromebook mm. those words came out of my daughter's mouth and it was so now so that so you see why i'm mentioning this though because like i'm like w- you want w- like why don't i just get you an amc pacer like yeah. w- w- what are you talking <laughs> about this is this is this is the macintosh this is the now she doesn't look at it that way that she's not you know she's not
1: Isn't that interesting though? Isn't that interesting? She doesn't have the brand loyalty, you know? And she's been raised in a Mac household too, an Apple household.
0: Very Apple household. I mean, when everything's charged, I mean, that little charger was jammed up with Apple stuff. And she uses and loves it all. I mean, she really likes her her iPad that she
1: uses. You know, and, uh, and, but that's amazing to me. And it's what's interesting is we really grew up in that world of like these are PCs and Windows, boo. These are Macs, yay. Yes. You know, and we had this very like there's a war and we're picking we're the sides. happy, friendly underdog, yay us, right? And. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now look, look at us, the underdogs won. And here we are with the, you know, we got the best computers. <laughs> we got we the get best a, phones. We one port. <laughs> that's, that's right. And one port. It sometimes works. And, you know, but to our kids, it's, you know, like for my son, when I, I think I made a mis- I made a parenting mistake with him because when he first wanted to like play some games on a computer, I said, oh, I've got, you know, I've got an old Mac mini you can use that. And, it, and of course, it was old and it was slow and it had like four gigs of RAM and it, there was a lot of stuff that couldn't do. And there were a lot of games that were, weren't and aren't available for, um, you know, for, for, for Mac. Most of the stuff that the kids really want to play, it's only available for Windows.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: maybe if I had gotten him a better, more powerful machine to begin with, maybe he would have sort of stayed on the Mac side, and I would have said, "Yeah, you know those other games they don't they don't make them. Sorry about that." But and maybe I, if it really pressed me on it, I would have, yeah, I don't know, installed Windows on it, and and he could have booted up into Windows. But instead, I gave him this piece of crap, you know, Mac Mini, thinking he's probably not really going to like it. What an idiot I was. Uh, of course, he loved it and very quickly realized all of the games he wanted, they didn't exist for the Mac. So in oh, very quickly in his mind, it's like, well, he wouldn't quite say Mac OS sucks. It's just not it's not good for the things that he likes. Like he, right, you know, right, right. so very, very quickly, he's like, I need a PC. And that's what he got for his birthday a couple of years back. And uh, I mean, but. You know, think about it from his standpoint or from your daughter's standpoint. Wanting the Chromebook because that's what they have in school. You know, he he wants to play these games. Like he he wants an Oculus Rift for his birthday slash Christmas present. And
0: yeah, you're not going to do that on a
1: MacBook, right? You're not going (laughs) to do that on anything Apple at all. And like that kind of sucks too. Like there's a whole world of games and experiences out there that we just, uh, as, as Mac users, we just can't even touch. We can't even get close to it, no matter how cool that VR stuff and uh, augmented reality stuff is that, that Apple's doing. Uh, I mean, that's just not where it's at for, for kids who like games.
0: Right. <sighs> you know, we're the
1: weirdos. Yeah, I think we are
0: title
1: uh, dan tell me about something else that you like if you would i would love to tell you about something you may have heard of before it's called mm-hmm. uh it's called pdf pen pdf pen pdf pen lets you edit pdfs like the pro that you are mm-hmm, that's me and they've got a whole family of <coughs> pdf pen apps they've got pdf pen 3 which is the big one for ipad and iphone they've got pdf pen for macOS, which is the ultimate pdf Editing tool—it's your Swiss Army knife, as they, as they want to say. And then you got PDF Pen Scan Plus, which adds scanning and OCR to your mobile. Whenever I say OCR, I feel like um, Anthony Hopkins playing Richard Nixon in Nixon. OCR, 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 OCR.
0: OCR. talking to the paintings. JFK, JFK, bring in Kissinger. <laughs>
1: Scan uh, and, and OCR documents when you're away from your desk, away from your scanner. Boom. You can scan receipts. I mean, you can do anything you want with this. It's crazy what you can do. And the new version of PDF Pen 3 for iPad and iPhone, it combines the PDF tools with all the new iOS 11 files infrastructure. So it's yeah. so easy to access files from all of these different sources, from Dropbox, Google Drive. Anything you can reach, you can get into. And it's it is just... Amazing. Uh, And they have a special uh, URL. It's. uh, Listen, this is the right URL. It's going to sound a little weird. Okay. Smilesoftware.com slash podcast. Mm -hmm. That is the URL. It's not insert name of podcast. It's actually the word podcast. Podcast. Smilesoftware.com slash podcast. 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 And. You can learn more and get more information about the entire PDF pen family. So we, Podcast. we appreciate <laughs>
0: Thank you the
1: ongoing support of Smile. And uh, I know I love and use PDF pen on my iPhone. I've got it on my Mac and I love it.
0: Hi, my name is Peter Sandwich. <laughs> I'm a longtime friend of the Smile family of products, including PDF pen. <laughs> uh-huh. So you go, you go, you go to, you go to podcast and, and you get this and you're going to be operating like a pro. I'll tell you, man, that file stuff has come a long way. Oh yeah. This is exactly, this is your little skeleton key for getting in there. Really, really get in there. And this is going to let you do that.
1: Very nice. Mm.
0: Very nice. Our thanks. To, thanks to Smile for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work. Boom. podcast. Podcast. So I'm going this away from me. Uh... She does a lot of Khan Academy now. She's kind of hooked on Khan Academy. For her birthday, I gave her a calculator because Khan Academy, you're allowed to use a calculator on some things. Khan! Khan! That's exactly what my wife says. That's funny. <laughs> um, you know it's fun to look at on the internet? Wait, did, like, are you maybe, getting her a Chromebook? Uh, it's Christmas no, I'm st- almost I'm still, Christmas Christmas time. I'm still kind of steamed about that. I, I've, But I'm looking at it here. I just added it to the show notes so people can see what a Chromebook looks like. Apparently, it's a kind of laptop. Um get her nah. just get her one don't be a mean dad no no i know well first daddy needs his macbook just <laughs> these arrow keys that's the thing that's the thing is oh, wait to so the if, she, if she
1: got the macbook you'd have to get a new one is that well, the thinking no no
0: no 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 the way it would work is that like daddy is ready to throw his macbook adorable <laughs> into the sun i hate this thing so much i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna keep saying it you guys can just suck a nut these things are all fine as long as you don't actually use them. If you use this thing for anything, it's hot garbage. Like, boy, is it bad. Like, when I'm sitting around in the morning in my repose doing the things that I do. You know, you know, you know one thing about me, Dan. You know, I'm good with text editing. Right? You know, command That's shift thing. option. That's your Command thing. shift option plus mini arrows. I am going places. I am flying all over the place with the text editing. I am so fast with those commands. If you don't know these commands, learn them. But then here I am, I got a giant square right arrow, I got a giant square left arrow, and then I got these two half-size up-and-down arrows. The most important arrows are the up-and-down arrows. I know. And I, I've had this thing for how many months now? And I still always hit the wrong one. Why are they not in a T? And so guess what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You buy a MacBook Pro? Oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, guess what? Same problem. Same problem. Same problem. So I don't care about the butterfly transports. No, here's like a weird that.
1: here's a weird thing. I'm I have the MacBook Pro with the same keyboard you're talking about, same issues. And I also have just my regular aluminum keyboard from I don't know, somewhere between 6 and 3 years ago. The Apple one. The Apple one. Yeah, the cute little one, yeah. And the arrow keys in the center, the up and down ones are very I'm holding it up to it, very closely the same size. Mm-hmm. But the left and right arrow keys are are also small, like the up and down ones. Does,
0: okay, that would be fine. Half size left and right, I'd be right, fine. Right, and
1: that. that's what I think. A, it has to be an inverted T, or it's not really arrows. Right, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's the fact that those arrows are unnecessarily bigger. If they kept that's them a, at half very, height, I it would be fine. I wonder if I could cut these
0: off myself. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, the stories about this going around are bananas. Uh, Stephen Hackett had a problem with his – I think it was his I key. They got to replace the entire top of the computer. You don't just go in and like <laughs> pop out a key and put a new one on. They have to replace the entire top of his computer.
1: Have you heard about this? No. Oh, it's crazy. No. It's, so, so wait, not just – they don't like lift the thing off and put new – there's not much
0: lifting off of anything on here anymore. <laughs> Let me find this. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at. It, I
1: don't even see a seam. Like, how would you? Oh, oh, right there. Okay, around the bottom edge. Oh, so that whole thing. I think it's the top of your computer,
0: basically. Um, very costly. I'm trying to find Stephen had I think did write up about this, but anyway, you get the idea. Not good, Bob. iPod Mini. October. Wow, he writes a lot on here. Uh, Remove touch bar data before selling MacBook Pro. Oh, good to know. Dropbox. There's no eye in keyboard. That's a funny joke. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you hold it at an angle, try to get it out. Eye keys off. Anyways, yeah. So supposedly they just have to replace the whole top. Which you know, you think about what that means in terms of like person hours and yeah. you know I don't know what I'm talking about. It just drives me nuts. So that's, but that, the plan would be that if, in the fullness of time, I ever got a, a newer, more powerful, more capable—if they ever make a more capable MacBook, sick burn—that I would maybe pass mine down. She wants a Chromebook. A lot of Khan Academy. Khan. Khan. She's getting good with the decimals. They teach in numbers on a line now. When you learn the numbers on a line, everything makes a lot more sense, I'm discovering. She's 10 now.
1: 10 years old. Got a Chromebook. Get her the Chromebook already. It's only like $8. Baby,
0: I know. You can get like two for $8. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Are you concerned you won't be able to provide adequate tech support for it?
0: I think the tech support is put in your password and now you're on Google. Is right. Yeah, works? I think it is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's – I don't know. I, I, my impression of it is very out of date. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have to be honest. There's been several points in the last few conversations where I've been very tempted to be a douche and say, hey, why don't you send me a Microsoft Surface dingus? Mm-hmm. But then I think, A, I don't want to be a douche and beg for stuff. Um, but then B also like, I still don't know how to do windows very well. I would be very concerned about my ownership and especially stewardship of a windows appliance Mm -hmm. because in addition to my kind of, uh, inborn, you know, suspicion or fear FUD about, you know, viruses and whatnot, I just don't know how to do windows stuff. There's so many ways to do everything. There Windows, are a lot of ways. to. And there's options inside options. You click on options and that takes you to the options sub option menu. And it's like, ah, where did, where's the right place to make the app go on? You know, I you find know? that
1: to be that you've just really addressed what I think is still the, the most confusing thing about modern Windows. In, optionitis. <laughs> yes. Optionitis. That's a great term for it. Back in the old days. Uh, Just like on on the Mac where we have system preferences, they had what was called the control panel that was the same thing. It had all of the settings that were related to your computer and the things you did on your computer. They were all there in one place. And it was very nice. Uh, But now it seems like there are many different ways to get to those settings. And also, some of them don't have all the settings. And other ones don't have other settings, so you're never really sure. And then if you go within one and you click once or twice, another dialogue will pop up and that will look like the old Windows. That'll look like something that Windows ninety five used to have and not Windows mm-hmm. ten. And and it Windows really does feel like like if you and I said, Hey yeah, you know, hey Merlin, let's 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 make a car.
0: Let's do it. We'll make a car. We we'll make a me.
1: car and and I said, all right, I'll do like the chassis of the car and the wheels and you do like the transmission and the engine. And um, you know what? We'll get someone else to do like the muffler and the electrical system. And that was the only thing that we talked about. And then we just went off and did our own stuff. And then we brought them back together. I'm like, well, the chassis I did, it's actually kind of like a truck. And you're like, oh, well, the transmission I made was for a Ferrari race car. (laughs) And the guy who did the muffler is like, well, I was kind of thinking of a motorcycle, really, when I made this. And then another person says, no, 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 it's cool. I'll make them all work together. (laughs) And so you never really get something that feels like it was – had a had a a, an overseer at least uh, or communication between those different areas and that's it really feels like well this one control panel is something from like five years ago it doesn't look anything like the rest of it and this new one has this clean fresh nice look to it and the windows look right but then when i run this one application it, it, it the fonts are all different and it's scaled weird and it looks like something that doesn't belong there's a lot of that in windows it re- no, we
0: stuffed a bunch of newspaper into the, uh, around the engine <laughs> that's, <make> right.
1: <laughs> that's right it yeah. really does feel like that and there's nothing and I will say this there's nothing in iOS or macOS that feels that way to me it, it really everything is cohesive and it looks like it was designed by a small team of people who sat together and worked together
0: well I hear you um, and I, I, I did find it very bumpy when I had my Windows era. There was parts about as with my Android testing, my my Android curious period. You know, it was really amazing for a few days to see how this thing could be different. And then I was just like, oh, I'm hungry and alone, and I want to go home. But I, I think part of it is I'm not. In, I don't think I'm incurious about all things. It's just that um, I'm more curious when things meet a certain set of conditions. Where like if it's something like artistic, like I'll I'll go spend $4 on a comic book that's weird weird to me. It's just that I don't – that's one area, the area of personal technology. Uh, I mean I I like the IoT stuff. I like fiddling with some of that stuff. I'm always interested to see what's happening. But as far as like the – I'm really boring and vanilla when it comes to my day-to-day computing stuff. And I'm going to write some of that down to just being an old guy, which is like, I want this to be reliable. I don't want to open this and find something here that I don't expect. I don't want this to be broken in a way I don't understand. Like right now, I mean, between the time, like I've had 11.1 available on the phone here since like an hour before we started recording, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that until I get home. So we're done here. So I'm not using the Wi-Fi. I'm going to wait till I get home and I'm near that fast moving Mm Eero, right? mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be like walking around doing stuff while my system is up- updating. Well, and that why does that sound so funny? Because I'll bet there's tons of people that wouldn't even give it a second thought. It says this is available. Do you want it? Yes. Enter your password. Done. And like, I, and I'm like, no, nope, no, 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 uh, no. That's I'm going to allow enough time that if something goes wrong between now and trick or treating time, I could still restore from a backup. Right. That's how much of a weirdo I am. No, that's not weird. Stuff. That's smart. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, and I'm I'm not saying it for either clapping or controversy. It's just that. Uh, it's not that i'm incurious about these things cuz i do love hearing i actually legit love hearing what you're saying about this cuz i didn't know a lot of the stuff you're saying you make it sound very interesting it's just that like i don't know with the with the time available the interest available the attention available the the time for recovery from something catastrophic available like there's certain kinds of things where i would just assume this thing just you know i don't need i don't need innovations in my in my uh, computer or my toilet. I just need them to become more and more stable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) flush bigger and bigger things. Like, don't worry. Like everything else, just let's not experiment with some of these things. Let's just have them stay on an even keel. But you know, if they wanted to send me a surface, I wouldn't, you know, refuse it.
1: I'll talk to him. I mean, I'll do it.
0: I'm the wrong person for that.
1: Nah, you'd be fine. Daughter wants a Chromebook. It's sickening. Did you
0: have one more thing to tell me about that you like? You know,
1: I actually do. This is a special, uh, you know, it's a Halloween episode. Woo, it's spectacular! So I'm going to tell you about Videoblocks. It's a place to go for studio quality stock footage, audio, and images. And you're going to offer a fraction of the cost. It's all royalty-free. You can use anything you get there for commercial pro- projects or personal projects. It doesn't matter. It's royalty-free, and that's the best part of it. You can download all the stock media that you want. As much as your heart desires from the member library, they've got 150,000 videos, 100,000 audio clips, this is great if you're doing some kind of fun presentation or if you're building something that you want to embed video or you're doing a podcast and you want audio. I mean, whatever it is, they've got it and they're adding new content all the time. There's always something fresh to download. You've probably experienced one of two things. Either you've tried to create this stuff yourself and it wasn't really that good because it's not your specialty like me or you've gone out and you've gone to some of these these stock uh content places and said, oh my gosh, these things are incredibly expensive. VideoBlocks aims to change all of that. And uh, and that's what they've done. Go to videoblocks.com slash back to work to get all the stock footage, audio, and images you can imagine for just 149 bucks. VideoBlocks.com slash back to work. You'll save a ton of money. You'll get great clips, tracks, graphics, you name it. VideoBlocks, Videoblocks.com slash back to work. Go check them out.
0: All just in that time. Thank you, thank you. VideoBlocks. Puck, <phone rings> Uh I found, uh, I found, and added the show notes. Uh, images of screams or screaming clowns, and the word emo. Mm. So there's an emo photographer in here. It's amazing how many options there are. Oh, look at all the emos. What about, uh, what about uh, cosplay? C O S P L A Y they got any cosplay. Yeah, check it out. They got cosplay. Look at that. They got cosplayers. Mm. They got, it uh, looks like a Harley Quinn. They got a Harajuku looking girl. Oh. They got a Prince uh, somebody with a rose.
1: mm Mm-hmm.
0: They got uh, Kissed a Kissed by a time. rose. They got like a, uh, they got a, uh, looks like an anime Sailor Moon Santa girl. Nice. Mmm, that's somebody's special thing. You just know it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Four hours of sleep, amazing. fumes, I'm gonna have a nap. I gotta write up the notes for this, and then I'm gonna have a nap, and then I'm gonna update my phone while I nap, and then I will. Uh, I will go out trick or treating.
1: Should we just jump in and, and update the phones Do you think?
0: We'll just do it right now while we're recording. We yeah. need a reason. Yeah, we'll just do it to the gophers. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, thank you for your patience in these trying times. Of course. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you think we helped any people today? I think we helped a lot of people today. That's what we do on this show. Yeah, we
0: sure do. Okay, let's button this
1: up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.